0: Buddy to the I'm, I'm fat podcast
1: uh, uh snacks are uh, best saved for later with jay
0: Zowaski.
1: that man ate all our shrimp
2: and two plastic lobsters and rick camp out the mist came a beast more stomach than that
0: Welcome into another edition of the I'm Fat podcast brought to you by our sponsors Charlie the Bacon Guy, Mazda of Orland Park, Fredo's Culinary Kitchen, and Dr. Squatch, where first time orders are $20 or more. Use promo code I'm Fat20 to save 20%. I am Rick Camp alongside fellow fat and Sue Jay Zawoski. I'm going to keep that going at least for like uh-huh. another week. Uh huh. Yeah, because you know Jay's a suit and has to wear collared shirts at work now. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so. I wore
2: a, I wore a three quarter zip yesterday.
0: That yeah, that's true. That yeah, casual Friday. Yeah, that barely <laughs> counts as a collared shirt. So fair enough.
2: All right, good.
0: But uh, but yeah. So there. This was. This is a big week, man. Yesterday was was huge for us and for Culvers, I guess, but mostly for us.
2: Can we? But, so, so, all right, stop, stop, stop yourself first and foremost. What? Uh, we're we have all our propers to do. We're gonna do those, but first, congratulations are in order for you.
0: Oh yeah! Oh god! So it's been so long <laughs> since I knew, and then that it got announced that like I kind of forgot.
2: Well, in that regard. You know what you get. Rick is the new executive producer of the Bernstein and Rahimi show. And it's incredibly well-deserved and I'm very happy about it. And if it didn't happen, I was going to be super, super pissed. (laughs) (laughs) So congratulations. Congratulations. (laughs) But <laughs> thank you
1: yeah, yeah uh,
2: I, I
0: appreciate you leaving your job so that i could take
2: it yeah sure <laughs> completing the circle of fat yeah as you put it we have a voicemail question about that later that we'll get into a little bit more but yes okay. it's uh it's great man i have i have always thought that this was the best thing for you to do in radio mm-hmm. even when you and i work together um you'd always be like hey jay uh do you know the nfl draft is probably like what Damn. Oh, crap. We should probably do something about that because, <laughs> you know, <laughs> for the last uh, eight years or so, I've probably been mailing it in a little bit just because I could do the job in my sleep. Right. Um, so some, not, not the I knew when the NFL draft was. That was a slight exaggeration. But, uh, you know, now and again, Rick would remind me of a big thing coming up or give me an awesome suggestion. And uh, no one consumes more sports media in the world than Rick. So he is perfect for this job. He's going to do awesome. And I'm excited for you to finally start yeah I
0: know because so for everybody I because I don't think this matters to you know keep private anymore anymore but like so it got announced on Monday mm-hmm. and but I knew I found out the Tuesday before that so I've pretty much so I had to more or less keep it to myself uh for basically a week and then, you know, was able to have the announcement and did the whole Twitter thing on Mon- on uh, Monday and and all that stuff and kind of been able to take a bit of a victory lap, you know, before actually starting the job, which I'll do on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. So uh yeah I'm I'm pumped to get started because you know obviously working with you you know worked with Dan for a couple of years so I've got that experience I know working with Dan I'm comfortable working with Dan and then Layla's just a good friend I enjoy listening to her on the radio so it only makes sense that it should work out just fine and the show's killing it anyway so really I have to just go in there and like accent things a little bit and not screw it up
2: Yeah don't screw it up that's your main job but put your own touches on thing I noticed since I've left that like Rankin has started to get a little more experimental with the sound. And I'm like, why well, mm-hmm. wasn't he doing it? I want him to do that. I hope he wasn't doing it. Cause I was there. I might be spotlighting a little bit on that, but uh, he's doing a great job on the sound and yes. you're going to do a great job doing that. So it's, it is funny. <laughs> the And you know, I love Mitch like a father and like a father, my father drives me nuts sometimes just like Mitch. And it's, you know, for me when I left, he's like, well, I need three weeks to fill your spot. Like, Yeah. Understood. Cool. I understand, you know, it's an important position I'm happy to to hold on. So three weeks go by. I start the new job. I am Stole entering nothing. week five of my job <laughs> at WBBM, and Rick starts next week. So Rick will be. It, it will have been eight weeks since I accepted the job to the filling of the job. Yeah. So you know that is the that is the pace of the score um and it's uh, it's 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 odyssey (laughs) because
0: uh for me that's true i've so like what's so like five five weeks interview
2: two people so yeah yeah so like with
0: uh oh i'm not even thinking that i'm thinking so i what mike rankin's been doing since you left which is like crazy for him like being new to his own job and then having to help fill yours as well yeah uh to a lesser extent for me with you better you bet when eli Hershkovich quit for about the last month or so, I've been doing the same thing where I'm running the board and then I've been EPing that show while doing the interview process for your job. So it's just been like a whole lot of everything, but they still haven't filled Eli's job yet.
2: I'm sure I'll get around to it
0: yeah right at some point so well
2: whatever. i'm happy for you i know you're you're eager to start i know uh you're gonna do a great job i know you're excited about the pay raise Don't
0: do it. seriously just to be like okay my bank account doesn't say impending doom every other week that's really nice
2: you just get a email of just a like a, a shaking your head gif from yeah, your bank much. yeah like do you yeah. want to close your account there's nothing here Right. It's like a picture of tumbleweed blowing by. <laughs>
0: uh, <laughs> tumbleweed and like a dime and three pennies. Yeah, there you go. That's something. Yeah, like, yeah exactly. But but I remember no. like
2: the days in college, though, when you had like, <laughs> I used to do this, like even early days of the score, I had like 1350 till Friday mm-hmm. and you just, you find a way, man, you find a yeah. way. <laughs> like, all right, dude, if I just go to if I get the dower menu, you mm-hmm. know, for breakfast and that's good and I can like if i do exactly this and nothing extra the entire week i'll be okay oh Ugh. yeah
0: like, even, even like before i got laid off i was uh, uh there are the apps where you can like if you sign up you can get your money like a day or two early
2: oh yeah the borrowing things yeah did oh. they was it shady or did it work
0: no it worked it worked and there was no extra fee or anything like that so i mean it legitimately worked out really well for me but uh to Knock on wood, hopefully not be in that situation anymore is uh definitely gonna be really, really nice. So I am yeah, I'm I'm happy. I <laughs> and I it's kind of crazy. Like looking at looking back at it of like worked at the score for like eight plus years and then getting laid off, I I mean, like you know, uh for as much as we talk, I had no idea if my career was over and I was gonna have to find something else to do. Right. And then it just circumstance worked out where it's like, oh, three part time producers at the score quit in the same month. So I got a call from Mitch and it was, hey, you know, like we need someone that can run a Cubs board with minimal training. That's you. That's
2: me. Congratulations.
0: Yeah. So yeah. So that like between that and then getting to move over to you, you better bet and do stuff there. And then just like within 18 months be. At like kind of one of my goals when I started. Mm-hmm. is kind of wild
2: yeah well you, you were like one of the people that was truly laid off we'd yeah. see we've seen people that were like oh yeah we're laying you off but like we might have been looking for a reason to get rid of you for a while Right. <laughs> you were not one of the not that it was any of the score people i'm just saying no in, just general, in general uh you were one of the people that was truly laid off and like it just had it, it of course it didn't have to happen you know right. the whoever's yeah. in charge of odyssey could have gone with one less yacht but mm-hmm. uh you know you know what i'm saying Um, but all right, here's my challenge for you Okay. as your friend and as Mm -hmm. the fat person you're replacing, I want you to now assert yourself as a basketball authority because you know more about basketball than anyone I've ever seen. I mean that truly. Um, so I want you to believe that about yourself and I want you to take that thing by the balls and do it. Okay. All right. Good.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I, was like, I don't know how to respond to that. That's good. But outside of thank you. But uh, It's funny. Everyone yeah.
2: I've talked to, like I've talked to so many people um, during this interview process mm-hmm. uh, for my position. I actually just hired my two podcast producers um, this week, which is very, very cool. I got my number one and number two choices, which is like unprecedented. Nice. Um, but like everyone I talk to, they're so like, unsure of themselves. Mm-hmm. It's a really common thing. Where people are like, ah, you know, I, I just hope that I don't, you know, I hope I, I hope I'm qualified. I'm like, of course, like, I've seen your work. I'm yeah. looking at your resume. I'm seeing that, like, I've gone and sampled what you've done. It sounds great. Like, why would you think that? And then I look at myself like, oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah <laughs> every day exactly. I walk in like. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> have no clue what I'm doing. <laughs> I know, right?
0: Seriously. It's, and, you know, like, I don't know necessarily what that's due to, if that's due to anything in particular, but I mean, you know, that's just, it's just kind of what it is of like, there's... And mind you, this is not to say anything negative of people that are like this, because like certain jobs require it. Of just like there, there are the people like us that are like unsure until we've like beyond a shadow of doubt proven we can do something, and then there are the people that are one hundred percent comfortable faking it till they make it and have the ultimate belief in themselves. And it's like I wish there was a happy medium we could we could somehow meet at, but you know they're successful people on both sides of the ledger and it's just like i wish i had a little bit of the of the blind confidence that some of some people do have and like tip of the cap to them for being able to have that but uh well, but mean, no i think yeah. i think i'm getting a little better with it
2: well you should because you know your stuff and shep and i used to talk about this all the time like we would look around and say like who are the like the people with a lot of money that you know mm-hmm. and i think like 80 i'm smarter than 85 percent of them Yeah. Like without like without hesitation. Mm -hmm. Like if I was to list the people I know in my life that are like in my age group that are pretty well off. Yes. I'm I'm I am smarter than eighty five percent. You are smarter than eighty like Shep is and that's saying something. Shep is smarter than eighty five percent of them. (laughs) (laughs) You know? So it's like you know, you're capable. Yeah. I'm capable. Well, you and I will just remind each other of that. Like when you get frustrated right. and then, uh, you one know, of my, I... we're
0: too dumb to do is have interest, have interest that would actually get us paid
2: more. Right. Uh, yeah. Well, that's what this is for. Um, right. but we have, uh, Mike, uh, there's a new girl who was hired at WBBM. I'll keep her name out of it. Cause no one knows her and I don't want to, Yeah. but she came, she was hired like maybe a month before me for another job. And she came in and we were just talking. She's like, there are some days I asked myself, why did I get hired? And, From the first day, I've been like, wow, she's super impressive. Mm
1: -hmm. She knows
2: every time I have a question, I ask her and she's got a good answer. And you know what I mean? But even she has those moments of, you know, wow, I don't I don't really know what I'm doing. So we all have it. Anyway, this is not the therapy podcast. It's the I'm Fab podcast. It's time to talk about gooey Culver's curd burgers. And I was Curder Curder burgers. I was so surprised I got mine.
0: Yeah, because I, I know you were <laughs> like outside of, outside of our normal sweats. That was your
2: big sweat yesterday. Was, <laughs> Am I going
0: to be able to get a Körner burger by the when I get home?
2: Yeah. So, OK, I get off the train. I usually on a normal day, I'm on the 408 train because I get in mm-hmm. at 730 and I barely take a lunch. So I just work through the day um, and then get on a 408 train, get off at like 448 and then it's like a 10 minute drive to Culver. So it's right about five o'clock. I get there. There's a huge line. I'm like, Ugh, mm. I don't have a chance. So I am maybe fifth in line behind the order window. So I get there and I say, do you have any Kurder burgers left? And the guy says, I got to go check. Oh, boy. And it took maybe like 45 seconds. That felt like 45 <laughs> minutes. <laughs> yes. Like the longest 45 <laughs> seconds of my life. And I'm like, great. I'll take two. So I got two. And then I got the family size curds to bring home. Addie had I'm very upset with Addie. She did not finish her burger burger, Um, Mm. but she's got a little cold, so she's not feeling great. Um, No COVID. She's had like 27 COVID tests because Hope is paranoid and so am I, Um, but she just has a little cold, so she didn't finish hers. Um, But I got to say, man, it was really, really good. Yeah, It, it was. I don't know if it could possibly live up to like the mental expectation of it. Right. But in terms of functionality and taste and execution, it was it was wonderful.
0: I think that was what I was most interested in was once I take a bite, will and and just like the level of the fry to it, like will will it be crispy? Will I get a little bit of that texture in every bite, Mm -hmm. along with obviously the melted cheese? And very happy to say that I did. Yeah. Like it was it was really really good so and, and like i said this when i was on uh bernstein rahimi giving my review of it because you know why not uh that it almost gives like a, a, a juicy lucy vibe to it
2: yeah yes it does that's a good call it did do that a little bit it didn't make it and you'll hear we're going to play a bunch of the reviews uh during the voicemail segment a lot of people mentioned the gooiness and the instability of it that kind of it did sort of have an impact on the on the what sort of like the stability of the of the burger itself okay i i'm not complaining i i don't know right. if that could be an everyday item it seems like a lot of work
0: right yeah it, it definitely does i'd be surprised if it could be an everyday item maybe instead of like just on the one day maybe it's like an october thing right you know may, maybe that ends up being a thing Like just like a more, a still for more than one day, but still a limited, limited time. Maybe that's possible, but yeah. Like for me, when I took that first bite, a little bit of the cheese started coming out of the other side of the patty. However, it wasn't enough to where I felt like I was getting, I was like losing out on getting cheese in every bite. Mm Mm-hmm. So it was still fine for me. And then for, and maybe like I know some people had different experiences and considering how busy a lot of these places were, you know, let's be honest. Like I'm sure for some people, maybe some of theirs kind of got rushed and whatever, maybe not the ideal experience, but you know, considering how rushed everybody was, it's not the most surprising thing in the world to hear that. And you know, people are people and things are going to happen. However, like for me, and I went around, it was like 11, it was like 11 AM that I went and I, and it was like, like I said, like pretty much perfect for what they'd be looking for. So it, that's a huge success. And yeah, I, I would absolutely get one of those again.
2: Yeah. I wish it was the weekend and not just one day. Yeah. i I'd probably get another one nice. between now and then, <laughs> but by the way, something cool I noticed about Culver's hmm. I ordered mine plain because I didn't want all the lettuce and all that junk on there.
0: Yeah, same w- here.
2: When you order a plain, they take money off the total. That's cool. They took like 40 cents off the cost of the burger, which oh. I don't know. That's probably unnecessary, but it's a, it's something that a lot of places don't do. But it makes sense. You're buying less food, right? So that that was a cool little thing, too. And then, by the way, I mentioned my order. I mentioned mm-hmm. that on Twitter and somebody went after me like, you're making the life of a fast food worker more complicated by uh, specializing your order. Oh, like, my God. Wait, like, how is ordering something plain? That's easier. Yes. It's, it's
0: less work. It, it, yeah, like, it means you have to read the, read the actual order, but, I mean, outside of that, and the thing is, too, like, I, I get it that everybody's short-staffed, and I'm considerate of that when it comes to time. However... I shouldn't have to sacrifice what I prefer on a burger or on a food item because of that. Right. Like, I'm I'm still going to get the food that I'm going to eat the way I want to eat. It. You are giving them money. Yes. <laughs> that's, the, exactly. that's the transaction. Yes. that That's kind of how these things work. So, yes, I am willing to keep, obviously, the... Uh, the situ, you know, the situations with workers in mind in terms of time it takes to prepare the food. And maybe if like, if something was done wrong, I'd be more, you know, like more considerate to not like, I'd never go off on people anyway, but like, you know, going off on someone because my order is wrong or something, you know. Right. Like, or you just deal with gonna... the
2: mistake and, you know. Yeah. right Yeah.
0: But like I'm not going to be like, you know what? I should order this the standard way because, you know, I don't trust someone to read a, to read an order. Well, that was like, the, the guy's
2: point it. was was also like, well people are going to tamper with your food if they're annoyed that you ordered something special. Like I I okay. get like and I'm sure I know that happens. Everybody's got their horror stories from restaurants. Right. But like I could see if I'm adding and modifying a whole bunch. Sure. Like extra pickles and add barbecue sauce and put some honey on there. Like if it's, if I'm putting a bunch of stuff that doesn't come with that's different. But if I'm ordering plain or like hold the sour cream or hold the mayo, they have to construct it anyway. Right. I'm just taking this anyway. I think we're, I think we're probably arguing with an, with a real straw man. So (laughs) I don't know if if anyone actually cares about that, but uh, overall, Kurtter burger, a plus, really, really enjoyed it. And I might go steal the rest of Addie's. And I'm thinking now, what could have made it a little bit better? A little bit of marinara sauce on there. Okay. That might have really knocked it out of the park. Maybe next yeah. time, if they make it again, maybe I'll warm some up and see how that goes, even to dip or Interesting.
0: whatever. Okay, because like when I got mine, I got my standard uh, ketchup and mustard on it. Like, you know, it's like it was a standard burger. And that was good. Mm -hmm. But marinara could have done yeah, marinara could have done that. That that would have been good. But also for me, like I was like, ooh, what about barbecue sauce? But then again, I put I'd put barbecue sauce on everything and I'd be
2: happy. I'd like to add, by the way, Mm -hmm. that in our preliminary discussions with Fredo's about the I'm fat burger, Mm -hmm. this was a concept that we came up with. That's true. (laughs) The Kurder Burger was before we knew that it was a thing, the idea of a cheese stick patty. Mm-hmm. was uh was bantied about between us and the in the fine folks at fredo's uh but we ended up going with the i'm fat burger instead which was a great idea because now it's permanent at fredo's so you can go right now to fredo's 628 south roselle road order yourself an i'm fat burger or a slice of i'm fat pizza and really make a day of it but man i don't want to just hype our stuff i know our our burgers were great Every meal I've had at Fredo is even before we had any sort of partnership with them in terms yep. of sponsorship or in terms of um, specialty burgers. It's just so good. Everything yes. there is fantastic—from the burgers to their pizza to the sides. Their fries are great. They've got the giant mozzarella sticks that are a meal in themselves. I order myself like it, I'm burping just thinking about it. Like in, <laughs> like a five-piece <laughs> uh, yeah. mozzarella stick from there. I'm like, well, this will just you know, I'll have this in a in a burger or something. Yeah. And I had three of those sticks and I was like, oh, full, too full. Like I could barely finish it. Go visit Fredo's 628 South Roselle Road in Schaumburg. Um, Yeah. Try the I'm Fat Burger. I'm Fat Pizza, but don't just look at that. Their entire menu is great. They've got specialty stuff going all the time. So check that out as well. And make Mm -hmm. sure when you visit any of our sponsors, you let them know that you heard about them on the I'm Fat Podcast because that helps us out immensely. The Cajun
0: Bites. Get the Cajun Bites. You they are
2: yeah. wonderful. I got to remember when I go. I need and
0: f- also realize that one order of them is enough for a minimum of three
2: people. <laughs> Isn't there a way like to set something in your phone to say, next time I'm here, remind me of this? There probably is, but I'm old. I got to so figure I,
0: that out. I don't, yeah, I don't know how to do such things. Now so. that
2: I'm getting older, I need that more than ever. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So um, very happy about the Curter Burger. Last night. My buddy, Dan, and my wife, Hope, you may have heard of her, um, called to my attention the Google reviews for this new pizza place in Homewood. So if you're familiar with the area, the Cherry Creek Shopping Center, there's a Pops there. There's an Ace Hardware there. It's right on 183rd and Governor's Highway. There's like a whole plaza there. And Pops used to be attached to a Starbucks which became a Gloria Jeans. Remember Gloria Jeans from the mall? Oh my
0: god, yeah.
2: That got destroyed by COVID because they just opened when COVID started and then people weren't commuting and people forgot about it and they closed. Oh,
0: I, I was gonna say,
2: did you recommend it or something? Yeah, seriously. It didn't actually explode, it just closed. <laughs> okay. Um, so now the place there's called Home Slice Pizza. It's a little drive through pizza place, hmm. and you know, they advertise serving home run in pizza oh okay so from the moment i saw that like wait a minute that's weird like how do they have the ability to sell home run in pizza and not be a home run in or have you know the home run in logo or have it called like home run in slices or something sure okay (laughs) on the google reviews here (laughs) <laughs> when you cut through the people that left five star reviews without going to help out their friend's business. Yes. Apparently, and I'm going to investigate this this week, they're literally serving frozen home run in pizzas.
0: Oh. <laughs> what? <laughs>
2: what? Dude. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I don't know if it's true, but I'm looking at the photos of these one-star nice. reviews that people have left. And look, you know, you were just in Homewood. You know, yeah. Homewood people are like, local business or we'll kill you. Right. Like, they want local business to succeed. This is a jewel freezer oh frozen home run in pizza. I cannot be convinced <laughs> otherwise. And I, I'm willing to go...
0: I mean, if you're going to do that, at least get the DiGiorno croissant crust and do it that way.
2: Oh, my God. It's so funny. Like, how? And it's
0: so weird. Like, how do you get that as a concept of, you know what? We know people don't want to wait the, like, 12 minutes to warm up a pizza or to bake a pizza. So, you know what we're going to do? We're going to let let We're going to do it for them charge them even more.
2: But seriously, just... Go buy a pizza setup from a, you know, there's like Italian delis will sell those yeah and just make those for people. But don't go buy a frozen pizza. I mean, look, I will send you this link when the show is over and you can look for yourself. It looks like frozen pizza. And I'm looking at their menu and they also claim to have Lindy's Chili. What? Yeah. The really famous place in Chicago. Okay. So Lindy's Chili is spelled L-I-N-D-Y-S. Yeah, on their menu it's L it like Y N D Y S. It's like wings <laughs> so, versus wings, <laughs> so I don't know <laughs> if it's the real Lindy's or not. Did they maybe just... they
0: got suckered into getting like a like a different one?
2: <sighs> I don't know, man. I I am so curious what? to investigate this now. That
0: is such an odd concept.
2: Well, I thought that from the beginning. Like, how can they just serve home and in pizza and just claim it? Like they claim it on the door. Like, come eat home and in pizza. I have to know. So, I
0: see. I wish now. How would you? How would you go around saying it's not home run in? Like, would you just say like grand? Like it's a grand slam out pizza. No, just, <laughs> just just don't
2: say anything. Yeah, just say it's yours, and then people right. won't be suspicious. But as soon as they go and they order the slice and see that you're hyping it as home run in, guess what? People in Chicago have had home run in pizza. You may have heard
0: yeah there's so you know
2: there's a few within a couple miles of here um not a couple but there's one at like 109th and western which is maybe a 20 minute drive but you're half you're you're two thirds of the way to los angeles so just keep going right at that point i mean don't be a fool that would just be stupid um but i am I'm, I'm going to go here and buy this cuz I'm, st- <laughs> I'm so curious you guess, you guess more, i'm just morbid curiosity i don't care if it's bad I, i'll i'll go to pops and get a backup meal in case it's inedible seriously but oh my god it's so funny that's like, so random i just don't know how you can i don't know i maybe people are being jerks about it online and if that's the case i'll uh, i will come back here and, and correct but based on the photos Mm-hmm. In the reviews, it's frozen ass Homer and pizza. <laughs> I know what that looks like. Oh my god! And the, like if you posted a picture of a tombstone pizza, I would know it's a tombstone pizza.
0: That's that's insane. I oh don't. My god. It's pretty okay. wild. So I said that you're going for morbid curiosity, and I didn't even realize how good of a transition this is. Oh, I just I just saw this, and it's it was in the uh, on the fan page. Posting a a beer that is called Morbidly Obese Pug. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> it's a cookies and cream imperial uh, stout uh, from from Maplewood Brewery and Distillery in Chicago. the, the closest like main intersection to it is a uh, Diversity and Western. Okay, it's like a couple blocks west and south of there, but that's like the main intersection. That's right there. I'll just read the description on Beer Advocate. All right. A huge, chewy double milk stout that is filled to the brim with deep chocolate flavor, roasted chocolate malt, and cocoa nibs combine to deliver an intense punch worthy of the name Morbidly Obese Pug. That <laughs> <laughs> sounds interesting. I don't know that I would like it because I'm not that big on, like, beers that are essentially a meal.
2: Yeah, same.
0: But... but the, I had to mention it, at least because of the name and because I'd never heard of Cookies and Cream Imperial Stout before.
2: No, me neither. I will definitely try it. I mean, yeah. it sound, I, I, I have learned in my later years, I'm just not a craft beer guy. I've tried mm. and tried. Give me a Miller High Life every time. It just yeah. makes me happy. It tastes like beer. It's nice and cold. It's exactly what I want. I could drink sick of them, six of them and feel a nice little buzz, and call it a night, <laughs> you know, and not feel like I ate a newspaper. Um, yes. I do like sours. I know I'm mean, gonna get the, you, the beer too? stops and be like, "Oh, you like sour? You're supposed to it, consume as many hops as possible, coward!" Right. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no. I like. St- I have this weird thing where I like stuff that tastes good. Yes. Um. So yeah, I'm gonna hard pass that. But the cookies and cream sounds good. I, I will try morbidly obese pub pug, mm-hmm. <laughs> pub well, if I see it uh, at my local uh, beer retailer, which yeah. I have an awesome liquor store by us. Family liquors is just the greatest.
0: I'm like 90% sure I've mentioned it before, but not for a while. Uh, I know like maybe like once or twice a year, uh, you and the family will go out in like the Geneva area. And Mm -hmm. if you're a big fan of sours, like Penrose Brewing in Geneva has really good sours.
2: I've been there and you're right. That is good stuff. A couple weeks ago, I failed to mention this last week, so I just want to update. We talked about the Milky Way bar and how... Uh, it's it's no one ever listed as your favorite. So I went seeking out a Milky Way bar from the like what I call a temptation island is you're checking out like here's all the candy that you can grab oh, as you're yes. about to leave. Um, and finally, after like three different places, they had it at Walmart Okay, and it was the double, you know, they call it two bars, but it's like two three quarter size like bars
0: size one or whatever. Right.
2: There's something different about The one you buy in store versus the ones in the Halloween pack. Really? And I have to say, the Halloween ones are better. The one I got from the Temptation Island was super, like, almost too chewy. Really? And the caramel was a little... There was more caramel, I will say that. But it was a little bit um, too firm. Like, it wasn't a creamy caramel.
0: Okay, and yeah, it wasn't it needed to be closer to like a Caramello type thing.
2: Yeah, I think part of the problem, it it may have been like an old one, because again, if people are just not buying Milky Ways, they're probably sitting there longer than your average Snickers or whatever else. Um, But I have to say, I I preferred the snack size or the fun size uh, Milky Way to the proper that you buy at the at the checkout. But I mean, it was Mm -hmm. still excellent, but I would whatever they do with the fun size, just make that the candy bar, because that's to me, that's better.
0: I will say I love and mind you I I the name says it too it may it's even more basic but the Milky Way simply caramel is incredible so what
2: so what do they it's take li- out of it?
0: it it's literally just like the chocolate and the caramel oh and that is it
2: okay have it you is ever had wonderful have you ever had a carmarsh from Fannie Mae no it is a uh, graham cracker base okay but very very light with marshmallow on top of the marshmallow is a layer of caramel mm-hmm. and then it's covered in either dark or milk chocolate so if you drive by a fannie mae yeah drop stop it and get yourself some Carmarsh. they're amazing i think it is their current bestseller okay which is saying something for a place that's been around by the way My mom loves that place. So I find myself in there a few times a year. You know, there's,
0: I feel like it's a very, like, it's not as prevalent anymore, but like the next generation older than us. Yes. That's like a staple.
2: Well, look, boomers that grew up in the 80s with expendable mm-hmm. income, <laughs> right? Like not yeah. grew up, but that were, that were adults in the 80s. Right. And we're making a fair wage and all that like, where my dad could support a family of four on his own, like those mm. sort of things. Imagine. Right. You were able to spend money on premium candy and people just aren't willing to do that. But every time I walk in that place, so Valentine's Day, my mom's birthday and Christmas, um, I am amazed how clean it is in there. That place is pristine <laughs> all the time. No, but it's always been that way. <laughs> yeah, Even when no, I was yeah. a kid, you'd walk in there and it smells clean. It smells mm-hmm. like chocolate. The glass is spotless. The carpet is perfect. And everything in there is white or red. There's no like dark colors hiding anything. So if there's a stain on the rug, you're going to see it. I don't know how they do it, but Fannie Mae's are spot. Like, I would seriously eat a meal off the counter. even during COVID I'm just like whatever I'm sure this is perfectly clean I've always been impressed and amazed by that but now I get creeped out because when I go in there it's always just one lady working by herself Mm -hmm. it's like yeah I don't know it's it's off-putting it's like are you okay do you want me to hang out for a (laughs) while (laughs) I'll stay here for a few hours for, for in exchange for a couple pieces of candy yeah that's right fine. yeah it's just i don't know they have like a uh pretty secure back room but i don't know i just get those vibes i'm in there like you're in here by yourself like you're a 75 year old woman yeah like that's maybe she's got a shotgun behind the counter that we don't know <laughs> <laughs> that's why we keep the carpet red <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, when it comes in and we blow away it just blends in all right well that was morbid yeah right uh <sighs> Uh, by the way, we should tell you about our friends at Mazda of Orland Park. I'm going there for an oil change this week because I'm well overdue, as I always am. And they, like you mentioned, our bank accounts, like sl- yes. sending us polite emails. Like the Ma- Mazda of Orland Park has like the automated, hey, um, you're pro- approximately 9,000 miles overdue for an oil change. Right. And, <laughs> and then
0: Eric texts you, hey, dummy. Hey, dummy.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Please come in here. Your car is going to fall apart. But it won't because it's a Mazda. It's a Mazda CX-5 2015. Call Eric, 708-444-3200. Go buy yourself a brand new Mazda. Treat yourself. It'll be the best car you've ever owned. I love my CX-5. My next car will probably be another CX-5, just a more recent model. And uh, hopefully soon. Looking forward to maybe in the new year getting a new car. So, And when we do, it'll be at Mazda of Orland Park. Visit Park.com. Again, call 708-444-3200. They'll get you squared away. And look. You can buy a car anywhere, uh, but what you're paying for and what you're, you know, what the difference is the service and the people, and you're not going to find better service or better people than you find at Mazda of Orland park. That is a personal Jay Zawaski guarantee. I do not endorse things that do not believe in. I believe in Mazda of Orland park. So again, give Eric Vates a call 708-444-3200. All right. I've got one more thing I want to get to. Okay. Um, as the weather was crappy this week, Mm -hmm. Um, I didn't want to venture outside for lunch too many times. So I went to Burger King uh, twice. Got myself the chicken spicy, Mm -hmm. which I very much like. Yes. But can't figure out the spice on. It's different. Have you had it yet? I
0: think I had it once, like when it was new. And then I haven't since. And I kind of forgot what it tastes like.
2: Yeah. The sauce is different. It's not a Nashville. It's not a Buffalo. It's very good, but I just can't put my finger on what is the flavor profile of the Chiking. So if you're one of those people that can like, you know, get the nuance of a flavor and tell me what it is, I'd love to know. The other thing I discovered. Mm-hmm. They've got mozzarella sticks on their menu. Yes, they do. You can get eight mozzarella sticks for two fifty. <laughs> I didn't realize that. Yes. I was because I I, I had a a hankering for a frozen Coke. The Pedway one does not have frozen Coke to my chagrin. Mm. Um, And so I drove through. I'm like, well, I have to get food. I don't want to be a pig and just have a frozen Coke. So I'm like, well, get some mozzarella sticks. And she goes or eight. I said, how much is the eight? Two fifty. I'm like, let's go. (laughs) Yes. Maybe it's two. It might be two eighty nine, but it's less than three dollars. Whatever it is, it's less than three dollars. Right. Which is crazy. Yeah. So there's a pro tip. Go get yourself some uh, some mozzarella sticks. Uh, for a very low price now i'm not going to say they're like the best mozzarella sticks you've ever had mm-hmm. they're not like a level super crispy that sort of thing but yeah they're very very good for the price that's for sure
0: you know who has now they're more expensive obviously but like who has uh sneakily good mozzarella sticks is arby's i have not had that yes all right that may have been when i would go to arby's when i was working at in Lombard, when I was working at the Illinois Media School, there's an Arby's right down the street, like maybe a three minute drive.
2: I'm writing that down Arby's. Because I want to try that thing, that rib sandwich too.
0: Oh yeah, I forgot about that.
2: That looks pretty good. I might have to temporarily forgive them for taking ham off the menu.
0: Yes, yeah, just just to give that a spin. So, and I'll try and I'll make a note to do that too. But uh, I would get my like beef and cheddar Whichever size I was feeling that day, get, you know, the large curly fries. And then I would get the like small order of the mozzarella sticks. And it's like the four. I think they have like a four and a six. And I don't remember the price offhand, but it's more than the Burger King. I don't know how I but, missed that. Uh, but yeah, like they, they're they're I like them. Okay. Pretty damn solid.
2: And I saw a thing in the uh, in the elevator there. What do they call it? The I forget what they call that service that has like the news in the elevator. And they mentioned oh, yeah. the, the Wendy's fries
0: yeah we got so we've gotten some people like on twitter saying hey these are these are actually legit
2: they said they tested like a hundred different cuts and a hundred oh, wow. different kind before they decided on these so, so
0: this one made the cut
2: yes and it said that um they were like in blind taste and this is a news story this is not like a wendy's ad it said okay. in a blind taste test they were preferred two to one to mcdonald's
0: wow so well we're either we're doing one of two things this week or both we're well we're, we're either going to arby's and wendy's or we're going to get the we're going to get the rib sandwich and mozzarella sticks from arby's and then go to wendy's and get the fries and and do the uh the me special well that's dinner and, get... and
2: supper that's two meals
0: yeah exactly <laughs> all
2: right is it time to ask the fats it is
1: Bless me, Father, for I've sinned. It's been one week since my last confession. Okay, my son, what is your confession?
2: I'm fat. The Ask a Fat segment, as always, is brought to you by our friend, Charlie the Bacon Guy, who's joining us now from the back of a B-52 bomber with his bacon report. Thanks, Jay. This week we have maple pepper, rosemary pepper garlic,
1: buffalo, ranch, Korean barbecue, and apple butter bacon.
2: Bacon jams, we have original bourbon, habanero, peach bourbon, <laughs> and the apple butter bacon jam. Everybody have a great week.
1: Oh, I can smell my Curter Burger now. Uh, for the bacon report, <laughs> I, I'm Charlie the Bacon Guy. I'm going to eat this thing.
2: Is he, he doing that... Morse code too? <laughs> yeah. He's opening his bag of the Curter Burger. He's always doing his research for the show. Yes. Uh, that's funny. You did your little bomb sound effects, and I was going to sing "Love Shack, Baby," but I didn't want the uh, <laughs> I didn't want the burger, burger bit to be left out. Uh, all right, get yourself some bacon from Charlie. So many of you have done it; keep doing it. It's great. Bacon prices are high. If you're going to spend a lot of money for bacon, spend money on good bacon, and Charlie's got the good bacon. Uh, as we all know, based out of Woodridge, he sells bacon and bacon jams. Always a nitrate and nitrite free product, all naturally cured and applewood hickory smoked, thick sliced bacon how do you order yes very simple charlie the bacon guy at gmail.com hit him up on instagram at charlie the bacon guy or on twitter at cz the bacon guy you heard the flavors on the bacon report shipping anywhere and the lower 48 is a flat fee of 15 dollars. so get your friends together get your family together and place a big bacon order with charlie you will not regret it and if you just order like I just want to try a pound. I've never had it before, but you're gonna pay $15 for shipping on a pound of bacon, and you're gonna be pissed you didn't order more. So just order more, double that order, triple that order. It freezes up beautifully, thaws out nicely, no freezer burn. It is uh, airtight sealed, vacuum sealed, wrapped. You're you're good to go. So get as much bacon as you think you can need in the next little bit here. If delivery uh is the, if if shipping is is out of the question, he can deliver to you personally. If you live in the western burbs, that's right Charlie will come to you with your bacon or you can meet him somewhere in the middle if uh, shipping is cross- cost prohibitive. Charlie's going to make it work for you, so make it work for him. Again, Charlie the bacon guy at gmail.com, Instagram Charlie the bacon guy and on Twitter at cz the bacon guy. Okay, so we asked people to call us up and leave us their reviews of the burger burger. Yes. And they did. And it was too much, and we're not going to play them all. <laughs> so-
0: <laughs> oh, we don't want to have a three-hour podcast? No.
2: So this morning, I woke up and I put together a bit of a, it's going to take a montage of uh, people leaving reviews. So <laughs> <laughs> montage. <laughs> yes. So here is the montage of I'm Fat Podcast listeners reviewing the Culver's Curder Burger.
1: Thank you for choosing the Culver's. What can I get started for you? Hey, do you guys have the curded burger still? This is Sean out in Carroll Stream. This is Bank from up Greenwood. Hey, Fats. This is Matt from Tennessee. I am the lucky man who got the double-curded burger. I am very, very happy. Gooey, cheesy. I feel that, like, the pictures online. They didn't do a must-trust it. It was delicious. There is a bit of a learning curve. You really want to start with your sides and let the curd patty cool off a little bit because if you just dive right in like I did, then you're going to have some of the the cheese. It's going to to seep out a bit, and you're not going to get as much cheese in every bite. This burger is so great. We have Friday lunch paid for by the company. I went and got this burger anyway and ate it and still came back and ate lunch. It's ridiculous. (laughs) When you took a bite, it kind of fell apart a little bit. And so some of the curd that fell to my tray, I went and just dipped in cheese sauce and had some cheese and stuff. The only drawback is now I want the giant cheese curd to be a normal thing where you can just order it like a hash brown at McDonald's breakfast. This is a really good burger. I think the fact that it's a cheese curd is a really good idea. Instead of it becoming too saucy, it actually holds together well enough to match up with the butter and the grease. So it's a little bit greasier than the normal Carver's Burger. But it's still cleaner to eat this curd burger. Culver's is onto
2: something. Eighty-three out of (laughs) ten. There you have it. I love the high-pitched guy at the end. This burger, you know what I mean? This burger, (laughs) this Culver's got to figure it out. That's why I put him last. He he did my Chicago guy. It might be his actual voice, but I liked it. Right. Uh, So yeah, consensus very strong. Now there were some people that were like, "Eh, I probably wouldn't go back and get it again." But it was. I'm glad I had it. But. For the most part, everyone was very, very happy with the Curter Burger. So hopefully, uh, if you wanted one, you were able to get one. And uh, if you want to hear our review, just fast forward 45 minutes. Yeah. Or rewind 45 minutes. Rewind, yeah. Good job. I'm good at this. I've done this
0: before.
1: Yeah, it's, it's fine.
2: All right. Next one here comes from
1: Kyle. Hey, fellow fats, this is Kyle from Indianapolis. I'm currently waiting outside of the Culver's in Westfield for the almighty Critter Burger. I couldn't help but notice Titus Bakery, literally right across the street. But I've already made up my mind that I'm going to swing by there afterwards, get myself a maple bacon donut and probably a dirty nutstick, which is a donut, I swear. Uh, But it's got me thinking. Mm -hmm. A month or so ago, I'm sitting down at church. When the pastor says something that snaps me back to focus. Uh, He's asking, like, who has than one favorite sports team? A favorite this or more... More than one favorite this, more than one favorite that. Everyone raises their hands every time. But then he asks, who has more than one favorite donut shop? Silence. No hands go up. He goes on about how people tend to be fiercely loyal to their local donut purveyor and tend to get into heated debates about it, especially around here where there was a lot of uproar about how the Indiana donut trail left out literally every Indianapolis shop on there. So anyway, my question is, who is your go-to for donuts? thanks and rick from one
0: niu alum to another go huskies
2: yeah i mean we have done the bakery show many times and if you've missed it by the way go back and listen to between two fats with jennifer billock Mm -hmm. she is the author of the uh, historic chicago bakeries book which i am meaning to pick up i just have not gotten to a bookstore stupid job with like normal hours like a normal person right god i hate it um but i'm going to get that but it was great My favorite is Calumet Bakery. That is the best chocolate donut I've ever had. Uh, Wolf's Bakery on 95th Street is a close second. Those are my two favorites for sure. I mean, if we're talking chains, Mm -hmm. to me, it's Krispy Kreme way up here. Yes. And then everybody else, like including Stans and Do Right and whatever, are like a level Mm -hmm. below that. But to me, as far as a chain food item goes, I don't know if anything tops a Krispy Kreme donut.
0: No, actually out next in uh, in line for chain for me might actually just be like some of what they have for the was it the Telerico Martin at uh, 7-Eleven. Those are great. It's it's so good. Uh, I've only had it a couple times because it's not close to me necessarily, but uh, man, the old fashioned from Huck Finn's is tough to beat, man. Those are good, too. It's so good and gigantic, yeah. That, but you know, I think it's because I just don't eat a whole lot of breakfast in general. That I don't eat a whole lot of donuts anymore. Like, obviously, if so, if one is offered or if they're like at work or something, of course I'm eating them. Right. But it's just like I work a little bit. Like, well, at least until the, until Wednesday, um, I start work at noon. So or I have to be at work at noon. So I don't necessarily have to be up as early, which is nice. Well, so breakfast <laughs> is a little yeah, breakfast was a little uh, less relevant. However, starting Wednesday, it's going to be very relevant. Well, so that, am- that will probably be changing.
2: I think I told you that Amazon shop has crispy creams in there.
0: Well, that just solved a lot of things. Yeah.
2: <laughs> they got a lot of stuff in there actually. They've got the um they got like breakfast sandwiches that are hot and ready to go that are they're pretty fresh. Like I Layla's had them a couple times okay. and she really likes them. So you've got options. There's also we got Starbucks in the Pedway. Mm-hmm. You've got Aubon Pawn, which was uh Barry Rosner's favorite place. If you want lava soup, they have it there. If you want to <laughs> order soup and then eat it next Wednesday, um, right. they've got that for you. What else has I think does potbelly have breakfast? I, I don't. Some I do. So. I think some do. Okay. And then there's a McDonald's and Aon Center, so you've got some options around there. You'll find, and then Stans is right there if you want Stans. That's true. And Stans has breakfast sandwiches, which I didn't know. I got to remember oh. to try. That's an assignment for this week. I got to try a Stans breakfast sandwich because how could that be bad? Right. All right, we got one more voicemail.
1: Hey guys, it's Russ. I'd love to congratulate Rick for getting the uh, EP job for the Bernstein and Rahimi show continuing the circle of fat um i was wondering when you talked about the circle of fat who was the midday producer before jay and (laughs) were they also a fat have a good day guys
2: that is a great question i don't even think i know
1: the answer (laughs) because okay
0: i because when i started interning was right was like a couple months after uh, the Danny Mac show started with, with the Danny Mac show dot 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 with Matt Spiegel or whatever. Right. However, it was labeled at the time. So you were you were in that slot. by so, the time I got to the score, Tell
2: me what time frame. Oh, nine.
0: Yeah, that was uh the last couple. Yeah. For me, it was like the last third of oh, nine. I was an intern. OK, so
2: still at NBC. So, yeah, Danny Mac and Spiegel started in oh nine. Before that, I was a midday producer for Murph for three years. So the midday producer before me was a guy named Cy Strezzo, who was, (laughs) (laughs) you know, Cy. I I do know Cy. Cy was a character, man. I love Cy. Great guy, funny, like just an awesomely unique person. Mm -hmm. Uh, Cy was not fat at all, but he ate like the fattest person in the world. Yes. We have discussed the breaded steak sandwich from Freddy's on 31st and Union several times on this show, where it is basically a pounded flat steak that's roughly the size of like a side table top. Yes. Folded over and stuffed into french bread. And oh, oh, I'm sorry. I forgot to deep fry it and cover it in marinara <laughs> sauce. Cy had one of those every Day, it's insanity. Every day, Cy had one of those sandwiches. A breaded steak from Freddy's every day. So, if you're a Socks fan next year, when you get the chance to go to a game again, sorry, Socks fans, um, get yourself a breaded steak from Freddy's, you're gonna love it, it's delicious. And then think that a guy who probably weighed 125 pounds, silk and wet,
0: that's just not fair. <laughs>
2: well don't worry his heart will explode in due time <laughs> but
1: <laughs> he had one
2: of those every day because he lived like right across the street like right where that maria's uh tavern is now so mm-hmm. lived like right there in a house okay. maybe right above that even i don't know if it was that exact property but he was right there so he would just w- you know wake up because he worked you know nights uh, or he would c- come home and have that at night every day he would have a bread and steak so he was not physically fat, but he was emotionally fat, which uh, which, which is just as good in my mind. Yes. Yeah. So good for Cy. I hope he's doing well. I have not seen him in a while. We did a score reunion when I moved back to Homewood because this girl, Meg, who used to work in our uh, traffic department, um, lives here, too. She's like, oh, I'd love to see everybody again. So I just put out, like, an APV for everybody who ever worked there. Yeah. And so- Sai showed up, like, oh my god, Sai came. I couldn't believe he showed up. And he came and held court. And
1: yes, it was wonderful. So was where I met
2: him. Yes, he he had no censor on his profanity uh with no, the children around at all. And it was it was nope. great. Um, <laughs> but uh <laughs> so yeah. So I hope Cy is doing well. All right, let's get to the Ask a Fats and we'll wrap this puppy up.
1: Yes. Ask a fat about this and that. It's time to chat with the fats.
2: Whoa this part of ask a fat is not sponsored yet, but it will be next week. Nice. That's a tease. Got one here from unsigned. Thanks. Unsigned. He says, do you guys have any food gasm moments in TV or cinema? I was rewatching death proof the other day and the main character was eating the sloppiest plate of nachos. I was fixated and needed those damn nachos immediately. I dropped everything, ran to the store, grabbed the proper accoutrement, and had one hell of a feast that night. Do the fats have a similar experience? Also, Rick, congrats on the new job.
0: Oh, th- Thank you. Uh, th- when I hear accoutrement now, I just think of four-year-old virgin.
2: <laughs> yes, that's why I did it that way.
0: That's <laughs> so great. You know, I spent three and a half hours, three... <laughs> No, like like three and a half hours, you know, making the mayonnaise. (laughs) And then by the time I finished, I just didn't want the sandwich anymore. (laughs) Cool.
2: Cool, cool. Movies that can't be made anymore. Oh, dude. Uh, Actually, I got to watch that one. They they could probably tweak it a little bit and get, you know.
0: I I don't know why, but I've watched it twice within the last month. Hmm. And like... Well, because I was so I was at the wedding last weekend and uh, and it was like, OK, hanging out with friends from college. And that movie came out right when I was in college. It came out like my sophomore or junior year of college. Yeah. So like just perfect timing to appreciate that on like every single level. So we watched it uh, like one of the nights we were there. So it's just basically like, let's get drunk, <laughs> drunk, eat Pizza Hut because, you know, the people I was with and this is the thing. You know, when when you're leaving Chicago, and and even if you're going to a place that doesn't really have anything that they're known for, food-wise. Like Clinton, Iowa? Yes, like Clinton, (laughs) Iowa. Yes. Maybe, just maybe, and I understand it was late, and we just needed anything that was open. But Pizza Hut fam, this is what we're doing. I mean, mind you, I went along with it, because of course, you know, Pizza Hut's not bad. It's just like a philosophical
2: discussion. Yeah. I kind of like Pizza Hut, though.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, it's not bad by any stretch.
2: And I, by the way, what? I got to say to Domino's has lapped Pizza Hut. And I don't know if I mentioned this wow. on the pod. Yeah. The You got to get the pan Domino's pizza. Okay. And then the stuffed cheesy bread from Domino's. Dude, I'm telling you. It's amazing. Domino's has become our go to pizza place around here. Wow. I know. So much for all local, you jerk. Well, it's in Homewood. I get a tax we get tax credit right I don't know Um, yeah it's just for the price and for the taste it's it's there in 20 minutes it's amazing Uh, but anyway my food scene Mm -hmm. is not uh, Andy making an egg salad sandwich because I would throw up if I ate one of those Yes, it is the scene in Goodfellas where they're making the pasta in prison Mm -hmm. where they have the razor blade and they're slicing the garlic it's
0: a really great system
2: I am just when i see that scene i get like yep. goosebumps and my mouth waters
0: yep it's so it's yeah it's so good like that and that's the same answer for me because i think that's the goat food scene yes I, I, in movies especially like it's tough to beat that because like it's it's one thing for the food to look great in a scene that's about other things but this is a scene that truly at its core is about the food. It's about being able to get the good things from life that they had outside and get them inside. And they were using the food as the example. So the food was the star of the scene, right? It, it's just, yeah. And like, yeah, watching Polly slice the garlic, super thin like that is just the essence. Like, that's it right there.
2: I've got one more that's close, but okay. it's it's too unrealistic, so it'll never actually happen. So it makes me sad. The first time you see the chocolate room in Willy Wonka, mm. where everything there is edible and they're like taking the cream off the flowers and there's giant gummy bears everywhere. And just she uh, doesn't Willy Wonka eat a teacup? Isn't that like he takes a sip I of tea so. and then just bites the cut? Like, yeah, that I'm entire sure. scene where everything you look at is edible as a kid was just amazing. And then Augustus Gloop shaming fats forever by falling into the chocolate river.
0: Right. (sighs) But I don't, but I mean, everything is edible. Everything's cake. Oh yeah, that's right. I forgot. It's not chocolate, but you know, it could be chocolate cake.
2: (laughs) By the way, you don't know this because you don't run the, uh, the show Instagram. I do poorly. Um, (laughs) every day someone sends us different, Instagram videos oh. of cake. Oh, he food. sends
0: them to me. He <laughs> sends them to me personally too. <laughs> I, every day I is open it tar, up Instagram. Tar twenty two
2: yes. thousand. Yes, I'm just scrolling back. There's got to be fifty there's on some here.
0: Why? Oh, there's more than that. Uh, the most recent one is a hairbrush. That's what I got too. Then there's a fillet of salmon in a bag. Before that is a Game Boy. <laughs> Um, one of these is a snake that looks way too much actually like a snake. Yeah, I saw that one. Oh, see the one I would never hit play on is it's a bulldog and I don't need to see a knife going through a bulldog. Oh, I've seen that even one if before. It's, even if it's a cake bulldog. That one because, does look real too. Yeah. And like, I wish they didn't have so many health problems associated with them. And this is like, this is where like me having a mom that was a vet tech forever and has worked with dogs her entire life, uh, really bites me in the butt of just like, Bulldogs have so many health issues that it's really tough to, like, justify unless you just have, like, all the money, you know, to really be able to have one without, you know, having to deal with some of that stuff down the road. My
2: cousin Dave had um, had a a bulldog named Dude. It was just a perfect name for him. And I mean, by the time the dog was three years old, it could, like, barely walk or move. And, you know, it's tough. I, I need low maintenance dogs. Like, like Ray was really super low maintenance, even though she died suddenly because she got Lyme disease. But uh, yeah, before that, she was just like,
0: doesn't get more low maintenance than that.
2: Yeah. I come pre-installed. Yeah. I'm just like, you want me to sit? Okay. Right here. Want me to put my chin on your knee? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So we're getting there, man. We're getting ready. We're, we're, we're about to the point where we're ready to adopt again. So whenever
0: I'm able to get a dog, I've already, I've already got the, uh, I've already got the name picked out unless it's just like completely doesn't fit. But uh, so I've got the name picked out, which will be great. And it, peanut it, butter. No, no, I wanted to. I want to like the dog, not despise <laughs> it. Uh, no, the name bunk I like that. Yeah, because it's like, you know, for me, like I wouldn't probably ever get this any like super athletic dog or anything like that. Like the most I, I'd probably do, you know, like for me, it's uh, anybody who's watched the wire uh, bunk is hilarious. He's a bigger dude and like probably the most funny care, one of the funniest characters in that entire series. So just like that type of personality is exactly what I would want to have in a dog.
2: That's great, that's a, that's a great name. That's yeah. A...
0: And it's like, and you also think of like, when I need to call out this name, will it cut through to where the dog will hear me? Yeah. So like if you have a bunch of soft <laughs> syllables on there, it's probably not gonna be that great. But if you have like something hard, at least like the K on the M there, you're good.
2: That's smart. See, you know what you're doing time yeah. for you to do it i know you can't because of your living situation right yeah are you allowed to have pets there
0: yeah but it's like up to 20 pounds is the limit
2: oh
0: yeah so that's that's not great and there's a possibility but yeah. i i also one thing even though like i know that i could be good with like training a dog the one thing that i've never had to do that blows my mind is potty training a dog in a building where yeah. you have to like go down the elevator and do all that stuff. So it could be like a few minutes the dog before you're actually able to take the dog out. That's a thing that would be extremely challenging for me. And I don't know if I want to tackle that yet. All right. Now the one from Mark Mack ooh, from Tinley Park. The most widely used method is to buy a belt that is one to two inches larger than your pant size. Or as some say, one size up. Example if you wear a size 36 pant, imagine, Jay, you uh, would order a size 38 belt. We do not make odd sizes, 33, 35, 37, etc, so you'd have to go with a belt that is 2 inches larger. PS, I hate to have to tuck in any dress shirt. Love the show. So, okay. th- that makes me think of oh, and I think I'm I think I clicked away from it. Someone DM'd us on Twitter. Nathan DM'd us the ratchet belts
2: oh i got an email about that too i can read it right here so uh he says i have a perfect solution for you it's called the ratchet belt it's amazing i think the original was on shark tank and i got one for christmas a few years ago you don't need belt holes and you'll never need to buy a different size belt again check it out ratchet belt tons of options on amazon and everywhere else belts are sold i love the podcast keep up the good work that's from dave i okay i I will look into the ratchet belt my question though is Mm -hmm. who's the dumbass who was like, how do we size belts? Well, we should size them for the size pants they wear. No, we should not do that. We right. should make them buy a size up and then not put that anywhere on the labeling and just make people figure it out. And you can't try on a belt because it's got the weird like the hook hanger that is attached yep. and you can't access the belt strap. All right, now I know. Next time I'll get a bigger belt. I'm gonna, I'm gonna try the ratchet belt. I wonder how, much, how expensive it is. I think anything sold online is ridiculously expensive. I always have this um, game with hope.
0: Yeah, it de- <laughs> it depends on. I'm seeing some here that I can't tell if they're they're more regular belts, but I'm seeing like sixteen, eighteen, twenty bucks. I'm trying to
2: find like the brand. Some of though. these, like
0: yeah, well, this is saying like it says, Marino Avenue, the original ratchet belts. Right. i don't know that's what amazon is telling me
2: i gotta find them i will do some research because it is it is frustrating and i i don't know like i don't think i've ever noticed anyone's belt buckle in my life mm-hmm. unless you're wearing like an old western like a texas size belt buckle yeah but uh i'm very self-conscious about how un und like un like how little slack there is on mine yep
0: oh yeah <laughs> uh, yeah on my belt i'm on that very last uh very last uh loop there
2: yeah because so, i bought yeah. the size of my pants yes exactly so Stupid. whatever all right well that was a good show man i think we got a little long um but i think yeah. we failed to do our propers so make sure you check out our t public shop that link is okay. in our bio we've got lots of cool stuff in there always uh patreon is there a sale right now uh it actually ended last night unfortunately i lied so but there's always sales just keep your eye on our twitter and instagram we let you know when there's sales um what else patreon slash i'm Mm -hmm. fat pod if you want to chip in a few bucks a month that's super helpful Um, subscribe
0: unsubscribe resubscribe unsubscribe and then resubscribe again so we can juke the algorithms here and get boosted up ye old rankings that's always a good thing
2: we're on social media everywhere and i'm fat pod including uh twitter instagram tiktok and facebook and you can email Mm -hmm. us i'm fat pod at gmail.com and don't forget to call the fat phone 708-858-3314. Rick, bring it home. Or Jay. I'm Rick. And this is the I'm Fab Podcast. All
1: right, I think we got a lot accomplished here today.